Your favorite eight-year-old interplanetary adventurer is now the star of his own book series. That's right. The first two books of The Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian are now available. Pick up your copies of The Fuzzy Apocalypse and The Accidental Volcano wherever you like to buy your books. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. Hands on fire. Hands on fire. One's a liar. The other is telling the truth. Hands on fire. Hands on fire. It's down to the wire. Can you figure out who's who? And now, here's your Deborah, host Goldstein. <laughs> Welcome to Pants on Fire, the game show where kids choose between the revival and resuscitation of truth and the critically perilous poison of lies. Clear. <gasps> I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and joining us is your robot and mine, Lisa, which stands for Live In Studio Audience. Dot dash. Dot, dot. What are you doing? I'm translating my name into Morse code, and then I'm going to send an SOS to the world. <laughs> well, well, that's better than putting a message in a bottle. Why would I do that, Deborah? Okay, never mind. Why don't we transmit messages about how our game works? Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. Some shows, one grown-up. Us, two grown-ups. If you listen carefully, maybe there are three grown-ups. One of those grown-ups, liar. The other one, an expert. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who. Because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. Liar, liar, hands on fire. What are we lying about, Dippa? <laughs> we are lying about rescue work, mm. saving someone from danger or distress. Lisa, do you know anything about rescue work? Oh, yeah, I love those dogs. Uh, what dogs? Those dogs are the rescue people that got those uh, barrels around their necks. Oh, you mean St. Bernard's. Oh, I want a St. Bernard, <laughs> Deborah. I am not leaving this studio until you give me a St. Bernard. Okay, well, then you'll have plenty of time to tell us about our contestant. Okay, today's <laughs> contestant is not a dog, I think, but a human child contestant. From Selton, New York, meet a 10-year-old who loves science and pizza, but to hold the mushrooms, Christina Crew. Hi, Christina. How are you today? Good, how are you? I am well. Thank you so much for asking. Let's talk about some facts about Christina. What do you like to do for fun, Christina? Um, I love to draw. I love to do art. Those are cool, fun things. I love, those are truths. Very good. <laughs> and truth or lie, Christina, ready? You can cross your big toe over your second and third toes. True. True. It's an odd truth, but it's true. I don't know how <laughs> that will help you in your life, but I hope it serves you well. <laughs> Very interesting. So let's talk about lies now. Let's be honest. Have you ever told a lie? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. You're sort of not sure you want to commit to that. That's fair. What about, what about when you hear other people lying? Can you tell when other people are lying? Well, like... I can see, like, a face and I have a feeling. And you have a feeling. Mm -hmm. So yeah. in this show, you don't really see faces so much. So you have to kind of, you have to go with your feeling more, right? Mm -hmm. So let's try this out with you, Christina. Lisa's going to tell you a fact. I want you to tell us if Lisa is telling you the truth or a lie. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Lisa, tell Christina a fact. Help. I am drowning in quicksand. Help me. <laughs> 
Christina, is that the truth or a lie? Lie. It's a lie. That's right. That's true. No, I am really drowning in quicksand. Please send us St. Bernard to rescue me. No, there's no quicksand here. No. <laughs> okay, our first expert, Dan Cohen. Please introduce yourself to Christina. Hi, Christina. My name is Dan Cohen, as Deborah said, and I have been an emergency medical technician or EMT for about 28 years in New Jersey, and I work on an ambulance. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Dan. Let's meet our second expert, Justine Gregory. Please introduce yourself to Christina. Hi, Christina. I am Sergeant Justine Gregory. I'm a former combat medic with the U.S. Army, and I'm currently on reserve at Fort Hamilton. Thank you, Dan and Justine. Christina, how about you? Do you know anything about rescue work? Mm, Well, I know that for rescue work, there's police, ambulance, and fire people. And fire people. A lot of sirens, too, probably. <laughs> Very good. That was a good impression oh, of a the, siren. The cops are here, Deborah. Hide <laughs> everything. I think we're safe. It's good. Lisa, do you smell smoke? Because I hear something burning. Oh, Deborah, don't be fooled by my incredibly realistic sound effects. Nothing is on fire. <laughs> It's hot seat time! (laughs) Of course. Yes, we put our experts on the hot seat to answer Christina's questions so she can save the day and expose our liar. Lisa, which expert should we put on the hot seat first? I thought a lot about this. Okay. I'm going to say Justine Mm -hmm. because it rhymes with sunscreen, (laughs) which can save your life from harmful UV rays. Well, I can't believe I followed that reasoning. Well done. (laughs) Okay, Christina, do you have a question for Justine in the hot seat? Yes, I do. Were you required to go through an academy to be hired? Yes, I was. I actually had to go through uh, the U.S. Army training at uh, Fort Sam Houston in San Antonio. And I had to go through a 16-week course to be certified at the EMTB level. Um, this one is for Dan. Okay. What was your inspiration for getting involved in this kind of career choice? Good question. Well, I actually started when I was in high school. There was a group with the local ambulance that uh, brought high school kids on and gave training. So I got interested in doing it, signed up, and then I kind of just fell in love with it. Okay, I have another one for you, Dan. Okay. Can you tell me what AED training is and what does the letters AED stand for? AED stands for Automated External Defibrillator, and that trains people on how to shock somebody's heart back if it stopped working. Humans are so frail. <laughs> it's true. That's, right? why, that's why we need rescue oh, workers, okay. Lisa. That's so weird. <laughs> okay, I have one for you, Justine. Okay. What equipment, if any, must you have with you during your work shift? So, uh... As a combat medic, we carry something called a Unit 1 pack, which is a very heavy, large backpack full of many different things that would come in handy uh, to help me uh, deal with people who have experienced trauma on the field. Mostly fluid resuscitation, blood loss, airway uh, obstruction devices to clear the airway so people can breathe and things like that. How heavy is that bag? A hundred pounds. Wow. Wow. In order to qualify for your job, were you required to be able to lift or drag a certain amount of weight? Absolutely. Yes. I have to be able to drag uh, 
70 pounds. However, the the pack that I do carry is heavier than that. (laughs) Okay, I've got one for Dan and Justine. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Is there a fun part of your job? I think the, you know, the most fun part of the job is the camaraderie that you develop uh, between the people that you're serving with and also the, um, just the satisfaction that you get to know that you're doing something good for your country. Yeah, that seems like it would be all right. (laughs) And all the jokes. (laughs) I'm sure there are a lot of jokes. (laughs) Yeah, uh, not to copy off her answer, but yes, the camaraderie is fun. But it's also just nice knowing that, uh, that you're helping people. And usually you're seeing people at the the worst part of their day, but then they get a little bit uh, better when you show up and feel a little happier. So that feels good. Okay, this one is for Dan. Have you ever saved someone's life? If so, please explain. Uh, Yes, I've saved uh, a bunch of people's lives. Um, One of them, one of the most memorable uh, because it, it just had a little rewarding experience recently was I saved a guy's life. We did CPR, um, and we brought him back, and he, he had been dead, and oh, wow. then he was alive. And then uh, over this past Thanksgiving, I was out at a bar with my friends from high school, and uh, the waitress brought over a round of drinks and said it was some, from the— uh, you, Some club soda? Uh, some club soda, yeah. and said it was from the uh, guy in the corner who says that uh, you saved his life. And I turned around, and that was the guy. Oh. And he saw me and bought us— uh, mm-hmm. A lot of club soda. Well, that's the least he could do, saving his life. My goodness. (laughs) I saved Deborah's life on this show every week. That is true. (laughs) Bail her out (laughs) with my awesome sound effects. (laughs) I like club soda. (laughs) (laughs) This one is for Dan. Does your job require ongoing training? Yes. uh, We have required training that we have to do just uh, for the rules of the the group that I work with, but then there's also training that the state has us do every five years to keep our certification current. Do you have to take a test every time? Uh, You don't have to take a test every time. You take a test the first time, but then you have to take classes and get credits. So you have to get enough credits. If you start over again, do they wipe your memory and you have to learn everything (laughs) new? Yes, that's that's the worst part (sighs) of it. He wouldn't know. He doesn't remember. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Good point. In rescue work, time is of the essence. Our experts should be used to reacting quickly. Let's see how good they are at our speed round. Shorts on fire is when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Christina, let's start with Justine. And you're going to ask your shorts on fire questions now. Go! What does MASH stand for? Um, MASH. It stands for, uh, it's a TV show. I'm not exactly sure what it stands for. Pass. What symbol do medical personnel have on their uniforms in battle? Uh, They actually don't wear a symbol anymore. They used to wear symbols, but uh, now the battlefield has changed a little bit, so you don't want to identify yourself. What's the proper rate for CPR compressions? Uh, One every 15 seconds. Who has a higher rank in the Army, Captain or Major? Major. Are robots allowed in the Army? Yes, they are, and they actually use them very often, especially with pilots. Wow. Not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> do Army medics carry weapons? Yes, we do. We carry either a rifle or a pistol, sometimes both. Oh, no, <laughs> we're done. 
That's a good sound. That's a we're done sound. <laughs> okay, great job. Lisa, restart your timer for Dan. Okay, Christina, ready? Ask Dan your shorts on fire questions now. What does EMS stand for? Emergency Medical Services. What's the largest artery in the human body? Uh-oh. The largest artery would be the aorta. What should you say before using a defibrillator? You would say clear. What's the smallest body part you've ever splinted? I splinted a little toe, which was pretty little. When performing rescue breathing, a rescuer puts his or her mouth on what? On the victim's mouth. What song can you use to pace CPR compressions? Some people would use the song Another One Bites the Dust, which has the right rhythm, but that would be wrong. Terrible message. It would be staying alive. Staying alive. How old must you be to drive an ambulance? Uh, It depends what state you're in, but in uh, most places, uh, 19. How would you perform CPR on a robot? Uh, I would call an electrician. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and that's time! Excellent. Great job, rescue workers. Okay, it's decision time. Now our contestant, Christina, must consider everything she's heard here today and tell us who's sending us adrift without a life jacket. Christina, who is our liar, liar, pants on fire? Uh, Dan. You think Dan is our liar? Why do you think Dan is our liar? Um, because, yeah, I'm pretty sure one of the answers was not true. Got it. One of his answers was not true. We'll try to figure out which answer that was. When we reveal who our expert is, can you please identify yourself? I am the expert. Oh, it's oh. oh, oh, true. She convinced me, so I don't know. <laughs> it's true that Dan Cohen is an emergency medical technician, and Justine is not who she says she is. And Justine has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true. Time to do some fact-checking. Dan, would you be able to point out any lies that Justine told today? Well, she was pretty good. She had me convinced and had me doubting myself. But I wanted. <laughs> oh, no. she said that uh, one of the things she carried was a, he- was a hemostatic agent. So I was going to hope that she got asked what that was oh. and see if she would know. Uh, I don't know. Everything else, she was pretty spot on. She well, let's was- ask Justine. Okay. Justine, were there any lies that you shared with us that we should know about? Oh, there were lies. There were just... Uh-oh. There were so just, many just, lies. Just guesses. They were random. I have no idea don't what the... Don't believe a word the, Justine has said today. I have no idea what the compression rate for <laughs> CPR. Complete guess. I don't know anything about the Army. Wow. So nothing about the Army, nothing about rescue. Was there I mean, anything true that you said? Um, nah. Pretty much. No, it was all made up. I mean, there is a Fort Hamilton in Bay Ridge. Oh, right. <laughs> We should learn. We should know what Mash stands for for yeah. all the people yes. playing at oh, home who love Mash. I was gonna Mash. ask. That was the one I was gonna call around. It yes. stands for. Oh uh, man, now I'm gonna forget. It, it stands for military. Men are so something healthy. You know, hospital. <laughs> uh, yeah, something. It's a, it's a mobile hospital. Mobile, mobile army, army surgical yes. hospital. Mobile, yes, mobile, mobile, army, mobile, surgical mobile hospital. army surgical hospital. Mobile army surgical hospital. There you yes. go. 
Hawkeye would be very disappointed. So okay. is there really, there's no such thing as the army? <laughs> <laughs> no, there is such a thing as the army. Okay, now but I don't know what to That believe. was really, that was super tough. It wasn't it, Christina. That was really yes. tough. But you did such a great job. Your questions were fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you to our experts for coming today and uh, and really teaching us a lot about rescue. Well, Dan did anyway. <laughs> we're not so sure about Justine. And thank you to Lisa for sounding all the sounds. Yeah. And to all of you listening, we hope you keep tuning into Pants on Fire, where the truth always saves the day. Pants on Fire is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows and to learn how to participate as an expert or a contestant, visit bestrobotever.com. And if anyone has a St. Bernard for me, just, just, I really would want one. And then I can Aww. leave the studio. Just send it to me. Just take one, put it in the mail, and I'll get it. <laughs> I don't think it works. Make sure you fill the little barrel with milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Chris Terry, sneaking in at the end of your show to let you know that we have a new website for Gen Z Media. gzmshows.com is our new home on the web where you can listen to all of our podcasts, buy scripts, t-shirts, mugs, and more. You can even hear trailers from our upcoming releases months before they come out. Check out the new site at gzmshows.com. That's the letter G, the letter Z, Z if you're Canadian like me, and the letter M, shows.com. Thanks again for listening. Give me a C!